Welcome to a new episode of the Test Scotland podcast. Each month we talk about our latest long read on an important and compelling aspect of Scottish education. This time I'll be talking with the senior reporter Emma Seath about her new piece on Gaelic medium education and we're just going to launch straight in. Um, Emma, first of all, maybe you could just set out some of the context for us. I mean, how many people actually speak Gaelic in Scotland and what direction is that going in? And I know you've been covering Wales a bit uh, of late. I wonder if you can maybe compare that to, to how Welsh is faring. Uh, the Welsh language that is. No, sure, sure. Okay. Um, well, I mean, um, well, the first thing to say is that Welsh is much more um, widely spoken than Gaelic, you know, by, by quite some distance. So I think that some of the best data that we have um, is the uh, 2011 census. So it showed that 19% of the population in Wales was able to speak the Welsh language. And that compares to 1.7% of the Scottish population that reported mm. having some Gaelic language skills and that didn't always extend to being able to speak the language you know so that might just be that you're able to understand it um so so yeah so so that's the that's the that's the kind of that's the contrast and we don't know the results of the census that was um you know so that was due to be carried out in 2021 of course but then was delayed due to covid and so we don't know the results of the latest census but the best guess is that those numbers in terms of the you know sort of proportion of the scottish population that um has you know is reporting that they've got gaelic language skills will have fallen because gaelic speakers tend to be in the older age groups and so therefore the expectation is that deaths over the last decade basically will mean that those numbers are lower. In your piece, of, it looks at Gaelic medium education, some of the context around that, uh, some of the issues facing it. Just to go back to basics first and for the avoidance of doubt, what, what exactly do we mean by Gaelic medium education? I, I think that that's a really, really good question because we tend to talk about it as if it's exactly the same thing in um, you know, sort of all of the different areas and all of the different places where it's delivered. But of course, you can be experiencing Gaelic medium education in a school where Gaelic is the only language that's used in terms of instruction. But you could also be experiencing Gaelic medium education in a school where you're in a very sort of small class um, receiving your lessons through the medium of Gaelic, but the rest of the children in the school are receiving their lessons in English. So it's this real mixture in terms of sort of how Gaelic medium education is delivered, you know, so what the setting is like, but also in terms of the pupils themselves. Most often, though, the pupils won't be speaking Gaelic at home. So as part of this feature, I spoke to Wilson MacLeod, who's um, professor of Gaelic at the University of Edinburgh, and he was estimating that 90% of the children who are um, going through Gaelic medium education in a more urban area, they won't be speaking language, uh, they won't be speaking the language at home and that the teacher will be the sort of really the sole input um, of Gaelic in their lives. So, um, you know, so, so, so I guess that that maybe hopefully that gives you kind of an, a sense of, you know, sort of how different and the different backgrounds that the children come from, but also the different circumstances in which they'll be learning Gaelic at school, essentially, or that they'll be um, receiving their lessons in Gaelic in school. So, so looking at it in the round then, how popular is Gaelic medium education just now? How many people are, are, are actually pursuing that, that? Well, it's nice to see how it's grown. So that's, you know, sort of, you know, the, the, you know so I, we had our first, you know, sort of um, Gaelic 
classes um, set up, um, you know, sort of Gaelic medium education primary classes set up in 1985. And they started with just over 20 pupils um, in Inverness and in Glasgow. Um, and now we've got over um, 3,500 primary pupils who are taught through the medium of Gaelic. But still, that's only around 1% of primary pupils in Scotland who are actually in uh, Gaelic medium education. And I think it works out as roughly 0.5 of a percent of secondary pupils you know so it's still obviously it's still you know kind of a very small number of pupils who are actually being taught in Gaelic um but then it's interesting also to sort of drill down and look at the areas where um you know Gaelic is you know sort of more widely spoken or or, or the western house where actually the, the the language is um that's be the most uh, that would be the part of Scotland where the language is still most commonly spoken. Uh, there, they've made they recently made um, Gaelic medium the default language of instruction, so you have to opt out um, of your of your children being taught in Gaelic. And so there, um, more primary one pupils entered Gaelic medium education this year than entered English medium. So 54% of P1 pupils who started in August are taught in the Western Isles through the medium of Gaelic versus 45% who are taught through the medium of English. So, so it's kind of, kind of, you know, so obviously overall the number is small, but it's interesting to see when you look at the different local authority areas, um, you know, sort of how that differs. Yeah, uh, as you say, there's a very much a glass half full way of looking at it. So if you take 1985 as your starting point, so very small beginnings then, <laughs> and compare compare that to now, then it's it's, it's really on a, on another level these days. And and Gaelic is making inroads in communities and parts of Scotland that some people might not necessarily necessarily associate with Gaelic. And um, what draws people to the language when they may not have a family background of of Gaelic speakers? Well, I guess there's the research into the cognitive benefits that bilingualism brings. You know, the the the, the children um, gain the benefits of two sets of literature, traditions, ideas. You know, sort of ways of thinking and behaving. Um, and then there's just the knowledge. I think that if Scotland doesn't preserve Gaelic, then the language, you know, sort of ceases to exist. So maybe that sort of sense of responsibility. Um, Katrina McCabe is one of the parents that we speak to in the feature. She was part of the campaign to um, introduce Gaelic medium education in Renfrewshire Council. That got up and running in a primary school, West Primary, um, in August. And for her, she comes from the Western Isles, she was raised on Lewis. So for her, it was about having a connection to home and making sure that that, you know, sort of connection to home was also sort of continued for her child. Um, there's, you know, cynics used to say that um, middle class parents pursued Gaelic because um, classes were small. Um, I mean, but it would be harder to sort of make that argument now, particularly in urban areas, because as Gaelic medium education has become more popular, the class sizes has um, grown. But a council like Glasgow um, City Council, for instance, is all too familiar with the fact that, you know, sort of demand continues to rise. And at the moment, um, they've, you know, sort of made great inroads in um, provision of Gaelic medium education. But, um, you know, they're, they're still having to, you know, sort of turn parents away. So would you agree that it's, uh, you know, a weak argument for someone to say that, you know, why, why are kids doing Gaelic when they could be doing a more, uh, using inverted commas here, useful language like a 
you know, Spanish or French, because you've already outlined the cognitive benefits of learning any additional language. Um, but also, uh, I think it's shown that once you learn one additional language, then each subsequent additional language becomes easier to learn. So if you're learning Gaelic and then you then move on to Spanish or French, then, then presumably that will be a, an easier process. That's my understanding, you know, that's my understanding of it. And that's, you know, sort of, uh, that's certainly one of the arguments made. But I, I think that maybe the argument that, you know, sort of people that really resonates with people most is that this is the language that Scotland is responsible for preserving. Mm -hmm. And therefore, if we don't do something to mm -hmm. ensure its continuity, nobody else is going to do that for us. Yes. Um, so I think that, that that's maybe the, that's maybe the, the sort of the, the, the argument that, you know, sort of that would be put forward. Yes, yeah, so you can make a strong argument for it in terms of that sort of cultural argument, but also um, in a, a more functional sense um, in terms of just the usefulness, uh, how you define usefulness of, of learning a particular language. Um, so what is, what's standing in the way of Gallup Medium education becoming more popular? Well, um, the, the, the big issue for Gallup Medium education is teacher recruitment. There's, there's no doubt about that, you know, so um, there are examples of areas where um, the council is um, happy to make provision for Gallup Medium education, but that they can't go ahead because the, the, they can't secure a teacher in order to deliver that. And then in secondary in particular, it becomes increasingly problematic. You know, if you think about it, to deliver Gallup medium education in primary, you need to find a teacher who's, you know, sort of able to deliver that and who has that fluency in the language in order to be able to carry out the lessons in, in, in Gaelic. But if you take that to secondary school, then suddenly you're having to find Gaelic uh, speakers for all of the different subject specialisms and the whole thing becomes an awful um, an awful lot more um, complicated. There's also um, the, the case that it was parents that got those first, you know, Gaelic medium uh, classes up and running in the mid 1980s. And there's a sort of feeling that the onus is still on parents to make Gaelic medium education happen. Um, you know, the, there is a process for doing that, but um, it's the you know it's, it's the parents that have to um have to lead that they have to have a certain number of um other parents who also are seeking Gaelic medium education for their children make the case make the application to the council so uh, there's a sense that it was it was parents that started this and it's parents who kind of continue to lead it now but the actually it's quite um it's quite the responsibility and as Katrina McKay put it. Uh, as I said, she was the one of the parents involved in the campaign for Gallup Medium Education in primary school in uh, Renfrewshire. Um, the, the parents are, are being required to know the ins and outs of the law. Um, and, you know, parents are busy people. <laughs> and you know, it, it's, uh, it, it means that the way that it kind of rolls out can can sometimes come across as being, you know, sort of quite haphazard. Um, there's got to be quite a lot of determination there on the part of the parents to make it happen. And I wonder if you could talk as well a little bit about the idea of Gaelic as an additional language as opposed to Gaelic medium education. So that's kind of seen by some people as being a bit of a solution to this issue of um, having enough uh, Gaelic speakers um, who are then able to 
you know, sort of go on and become the Gaelic speaking, you know, sort of workforce of the future. Because just now we depend on those um, pupils who are coming through Gaelic medium education really to become the teachers of the future or, you know, or, or to, you know, what the, the other kind of jobs that, you know, are open to you and they might be able to pursue in things like the media you know, if you're a Gaelic speaker, but there's this, there's a a feeling that we really need to get better at teaching Gaelic as a foreign language, if you like, you know, sort of on the same basis as we maybe be teaching French and Spanish in order to um, boost the numbers, uh, the, the Gaelic, you know, of the Gaelic speaking workforce, and then that would have a knock-on effect and we wouldn't be so reliant on Gaelic medium education to produce, you know, sort of the teachers, there would be this other route, this other pathway um, for people to, to go through. But at the moment, you know, so if you, if you actually look at the figures, this year, there were only 135 entries um, at National 5 for the Scottish Qualifications Authority um, Gaelic Learners Qualification, whereas for French, there were over 6,500. So you can see that those numbers are really small just now. So that's an area where people think that there's lots of potential for growth. And just finally, looking ahead, there's an ongoing national consultation on Gaelic and Scots language, which was just launched quite recently. Could you tell us one or two of the big issues that you think might emerge from that? I mean, well, funding for the language was also something that came up uh, when Wilson McLeod, who's the professor of Gaelic at University of Edinburgh, he described funding as pitiful. I mean, the Scottish government came back and they said that funding had doubled since um, 2006-7, I think it was. Um, so, you know, so, so they dispute that. But uh, still, he says that, um, you know, when uh, when you, you know, sort of look at uh, the amount that's invested in the Welsh language, that's, you know, sort of, uh, it's, it, 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 it's, it's a much more, you know, sort of um, significant commitment. So I think that the big thing that will, that people will be looking to come out of the consultation and, and what the, you know, in terms of, and then what the government then goes on to do next with the languages bill will be about maybe taking, about taking a more strategic approach. And as I was saying, you know, sort of this impression that the development of Gaelic medium education until now has been quite haphazard and that it's down to the determination of parents that there would be more of a strategic approach taken by the government and that they would be driving it more, not parents. Thanks. I'm really interested to hear about the funding issues as with so many things, it all comes down to money in the end, it seems. Okay, thanks very much. That's been a really fascinating insight into where things are with Gallup Medium Education at the moment. You can read the full piece at tes.com forward slash magazine and remember to subscribe to the Test Scotland podcast on the podcast platform of your choice. And we'll be back in October with a new episode.